there's no perks to being the mm. good guy except for maybe people will come up to you and give you 20 gold hello and welcome to the tidbit cast my name is david this is gary and that is david you wish call him yes Colin. unfortunately and um, yes. here at the tidbit cast we each bring a topic and then discuss them so we're going straight into columns Right, so my topic is morality in games. I'm doing a big morality spiel here for the last three weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I really want to know what you guys do when it comes to morality in games, because I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2, and I've just started playing Vampire. Mm-hmm. Vampire. Uh, now we so, know I don't want to talk about this. So morality is a big thing in Vampire, Vampire, and uh, first of all, I want to know, when you guys do your first playthrough of a game, what do you do? Full on paragon. Regardless of your own personal opinions, you just full on paragon. I'm a bad man. That is my usual personal opinion, though. You know me. I'm very um, so to give you context. I'm very by my own moral code. Like if I see stuff that <laughs> if I see stuff in the game that no one's looking at, I it's will yours. I will steal it. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. St- I'm not gonna steal stuff where someone's looking at me. I'm not gonna murder someone. That's Wait, my. Is that your moral code in real life? Yeah. Okay. I say, for yeah. example, yeah. I, I understand it. For example, if I'm in Skyrim, I'm also gonna be the good guy. But the shopkeepers in the other room, no one's gonna search me unless they find me, and they're not gonna find me. Because my sneak is one hundred. <laughs> exactly. That's right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the chameleon spell. No one's gonna find me. Uh, that's not in Skyrim, but okay. Uh, no, it's not. That, that's really annoying to me because, of course, that was OP in the first one. In the fourth one? Oblivion, the console. Yeah, that's the fourth game. Yeah, that's the first console. No, the fourth one. No, Morrowind is the first one. Was that in consoles? Yeah, it was on Xbox. Was it? Yeah. <gasps> I did not know that. Your life has changed. No, because the most... You just got games, put in your place. But they may have had ports. Oh, my God. Anyway, so morality in games, like... Obviously, there is a grey area where, you ha- to a certain degree, you feel like you have to do certain things to get the full experience out of the game, commit certain crimes. Mm. But, like I'm saying, I've been playing Vampire, and um, I'm not very far into the game, and there is an option to basically just feed on anyone, oh, any civilians, and it, neg- it increases your experience and enables you to become more powerful, but the people around you start to become more panicked because people are dying and the game world becomes more unstable. So what I'm trying to do at the moment, I'm playing on the hardest difficulty. On I think actually, I don't know if there's a harder difficulty, but I'm playing on hard. And I haven't killed a single person. Oh yeah? Yeah, as in I've killed other vampires and I've yeah. killed vampire hunters. People who left me no choice, basically. But I haven't mesmerized anyone and brought them into a dark alley and drained their blood so even if people aren't looking you're still not killing them yeah that's good so that's that's like but I will I will pick up anything that I see not glued to the ground <laughs> yeah. so you're a kleptomaniac essentially but not a murderer but not a murderer unless yeah. they're vampires well then they're already dead so it's yeah. okay uh, self defence is a wonderful thing but is morality like Morality in games like Red Dead Redemption 2, there's a lot I could say about it, but it, it is quite spoilery, so I won't. 
but in that game at the start of the game you do feel like you're sort of being forced into committing crimes you know okay. even your character does kind of feel like he's being forced into committing crimes so he's like why, why would you like again like can you not commit them no they're, they're story missions oh then yeah but like you do feel like your your morality it's only by the end of the game that you feel like your own your own actions and your own choices have had any impact and they're the little choices you made throughout the game that you didn't notice that are starting to come back and uh, and kind of you know you're starting to reminisce about all the times you let someone go you didn't kill someone you beat the shit out of someone like yeah so I mean morality in games like what do you think Dave would you just go badass the whole time yeah. murder everyone ruin ruin villages I've played Shadow the Hedgehog and I was a bad person. I'm convinced David hasn't played a game apart from Fortnite in the last five fucking years. You played Spider-Man? I played Crash Bandicoot. Sure he did. You did play Spider-Man. Sure he did. I sold I it to I played Spider-Man. I sold it to him. The guy with the webs, you know? I don't know. Web shooter, dude. I don't know. Sticky boy. He wears red, you know? I. It's just... He's just... <laughs> and because he says this, but... Has he played any game that even has RPG mechanics in it? Yeah, Spider-Man. Well, Dave's very bad at games anyway, so I mean... I'm amazing if I try. I just don't try. Like, he doesn't play anything that has choices. I don't think he has played anything that has choices. That's because David can't make choices. Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah. Anything. Well, well, Shadow the Hedgehog had an interesting... Uh, exactly. An interesting morality system where you could pick the evil path or the good path. And, or the neutral path. And, and none of them made a difference. No, it made no difference. You got different endings. Yeah, but then the, it was did, all for the, for the super ending. You did the same levels, but with slightly different pathways. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you couldn't go super shot out if you went a certain way. Uh, you mean in the ending cutscene, or what? No, the last level. Um, Where he goes super saiyan. No, he, um, you, that was all... You had to do all three endings to get the proper ending. Yeah. So that was a completionist yes. thing. Yeah, so... Yeah. But that, that's the other thing, like, if you look at games like um, Witcher 3 and what is that other game that has, like, six, Assassin's Creed Odyssey has, like, 16 different endings. Uh-huh. Like, no one, no one can feasibly play all those endings, like, realistically. No one can make all the choices through, the, through a massive game like that. So, to a certain degree, while it makes everyone's experience feel unique... Everyone kind of wants to see every ending, let's be honest. They're missing out on the best. Because you want to know if there's a dog in a spaceship. That's a Silent Hill reference there. Yeah. Is there? Oh my fuck. Silent Hill 2 is... What do you have to do to do that? Like, you have to, you have to do the weirdest things. It's, it, they're small, yeah. There, there are things with Silent Hill is this like really crazy ending. Yeah. But, Yeah. Uh, we won't get into that that is something that I, I will it's do but is there is there a dog in spaceship yeah okay that's controlling everything yeah spoiler yeah. I think yeah but that's okay. what, it's been a spoiler then for about 20-30 years I didn't know it not don't really care not 30 years <laughs> uh, well I don't know depending 20, when they, 20 years depending on when they had the inception of it yeah, yeah. the idea taking development for it are you brushing your beard with a knife? No. <laughs> a blunt instrument. So back on topic, why are we good or bad people in games? Why are we good bad yeah. people in games? Or uh, <coughs> was that the question, or is it that? Uh, no, morality in games. What do we do? Yeah, what do you do? What? Uh, I think it depends on how much of emotional investment I have. Usually, uh, like my default is just to go full on honorable, good yeah. kind of person. 
but depending on my emotional investment, I might do something differently. For example, if I see somebody doing something terrible, like I did many a time in Red Dead Redemption, the first one, which is that somebody did something bad, I'm straight up just going to shoot their kneecaps out, I'm going to tie a lasso around their neck, and then I'm going to tie them onto the back of my horse, and then they're going to ride off. I'm going to watch them flounder and smack in the trees and other things as I ride. But do you feel bad? No. Because they're a game character. Well, uh, they game character, but also they did terrible what shit. About, what about games like Vampire where it's rewarding you for a certain choice path? Because mm, that thing. Because Dishonored um, is like that as well. Like, see, it, I haven't played either of those games, but usually, usually that stuff. Like for example, Mass Effect doesn't make a fucking difference because the thing is, you have to go either full Paragon or full Renegade. Same with Infamous, full par. You have to go full good or full bad, or you get none of the benefits. Hang on, no. With, put you to two pathways. The, 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 difference, the difference with Mass Effect and the way Mass Effect did it really good was there were benefits to both sides. Those were story choices, Like, if, if you go... Yeah, but story choices are Paragon or Renegade. But they're, mm. that's more interesting. They actually had consequences where the actual character would be gone. But even... I don't know if you guys played Dragon Age Origins, which Dave nope. probably didn't because Dave doesn't play games. Yeah. But Dragon Age I've Origins... Every, every hub of quests had a choice where you side with one side or the other and you're going to help they're going to help you fight the arch demon yeah but there was no inherent morality between the two but you always felt like if I do pick this side these guys are all like there was always someone who had to pay the price if there was if you picked a certain side there was always a bad choice but a quicker choice and the, the good path was always a bit slower you know you could you could kill all the mages and get the templars because templars are super cool and it's much quicker or you could, um, you know, cure all the werewolves and get the elves, or let the el- or let the werewolves kill all the elves. Um, so the thing is with those choices that, and this is just the thing for game design, which is that it should never be a thing that pushes you towards making you more powerful if you choose either side. But that's what Vampire does exactly. That is entirely what Vampire does. Um, but when I mean in you know, stuff like RPG thing like The Witcher or Mass Effect stuff like yeah. that I feel like that in those kind of games you shouldn't do that Vampire is a different thing because that game is full on that's the combat is all is action and also the combat in that game is in, like it's very easy to just cheese it from what I've seen of people doing the combat it's just that it doesn't really make a huge amount of difference because like the actual like boss battles and stuff like that aren't too difficult <coughs> I know the vampires it is just a thing of you know, do this, do this, hang back, um, hang back, and then go back in. Like, it's fairly routine, is what I've heard from people. Mm. So, it's, but, the thing that is unique about that game is that you can take characters out of the story and out of their entire quest lines. Which, again, other games have done, but this is the crux of this game. So, if you don't have that, mm. th- this game doesn't really have a hook. As much of a hook as it does. The, um, the whole reward thing for certain moralities I don't necessarily agree with it like I don't necessarily agree with being forced to be good or forced to be bad I prefer I prefer to be myself in, mm, yeah. in regards to I prefer to be not killing people because you know, I don't want to be killing people because it that's just an inco- that's actually an inconvenience more than anything um, I want to be kill- not killing people and stealing everything that isn't glued uh, that's the thing where I don't think games should do that as much as they used to. They're probably not going to go. They continue doing it 
going forward. Um, but what it's been like most choice systems that have you be a certain morality is if you don't go full and out of the direction, you're getting none of the benefits. Because it means, for example, you have story choices. Oh, you have to have this much I of be, it. I better, I better pick Paragon. Yeah, you know. better do this many good things. So it means that when you're in conversation, you're able to do this choice because you have a certain amount of good karma energy in you. That was that uh, was the issue with Mass Effect 1 and it 2. Was, it was very annoying because it meant that, for example, oh, if I wanted to actually do good things in conversation and make the real decisions, I have to have done them throughout the entire game or so it won't make a fucking difference. If at one point I did choose a renegade, which would mean, for example, punching somebody who, would be, who was being a dick like to that, you, that one that reporter. reporter um, they deserve Which, it. again, I Everyone wanted did. to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... The thing is, I didn't do that. Why? Because I knew if I um, did do that, then it meant that, oh, later on, I might not be able to save somebody from dying because so I passed the whole thing. Yeah, it ruins some experiences. Yeah, it, it, that's why, like, 3 kind of solved that because there was yeah. no, there was no uh, limitations where you couldn't pick the Paragon choice if you didn't. Like, so, it, it, was a, it was a basis by basis. Like, if you wanted to be Paragon through the whole thing, then suddenly you find out that the Rachni are still alive and you're like, no, 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 kill them, kill them. But so that's Paragon the kind of, is good, yeah. Paragon of virtue, Par- yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is that it is like a thing, and it encourages your players to try out more stuff rather than just shuffling them into these narrow pathways. It allows them to try the other options, kind of like play the play both fields. But there is also games like it gets you to it gets them to play more of your game. But there know? is also games like Skyrim where there is no inherent morality based on there's no perks to being the good guy except for maybe people will come up to you and give you 20 gold yeah like there's just other sides of the fence yeah. and obviously there is disposition as well so people if they don't like you they're going to raise their prices that's that's the that's the thing but in in those kind of games you're very free and, and morality is a very uh, loose term it's not really morality it's just more your impact because you can steal as much as you want as long as you don't get caught you can kill who you want as long as you don't get caught it's not about morality, it's just about your impact. It's about getting caught. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There's never like a, you're the good guy, you are the bad guy. It's kind of just, oh, you're in this situation at the moment. Yeah. And that's uh, that's how I feel it should be treated rather than, these are good, these are bad, therefore this must die, this must not. Mm. Uh, because I think that's kind of like boring and it means that it kind of stifles the writing as well. Mm. And it means that you. Oh, don't... I don't want this guy to die because he might give me a really good sword at the end. Yeah, it's it's stupid. It's just like maybe they do, maybe they don't. Uh, a game that I think does it all right is Fable. <laughs> um, the Banner Saga. <coughs> that that is a narrative-driven game, but there are things during it where, oh, you go to save someone, but because you tried to save him, somebody else, um, like your caravan can go down. Or it could be that the way they wrote it is that, like, let's say, it would be like three choices, uh, where I have decided, um, oh, I'm gonna either you know stop the people behind me from doing my setting something on fire because it's set on fire, resources go down, uh, maybe, or we don't have much time, or it cuts off part of it, or somebody then says, oh, because it's set that on fire, I have to go save the person who's been caught. So that means one of your party has to now leave. These are all occurrences that are all written in that happen. And so it means that one of your party members, who could be in all three of the games, in the first game is dead, in the first 20 minutes. And that person has an entire storyline throughout the three games. And that game, I think, handles it 
well enough because it feels like these are natural occurrences that happen. And yes, it's all scripted, but it feels like I'm the one doing it. Do you ever feel like you're, that you're being punished for being the good guy? Is there any, ever been a game where you feel That's the like... That's thing. It's, in this game, it feels almost random. But it in, just feels in, like have, you ever, have you ever felt in a game that... Um, I, why am I being the good guy? Like I'm just getting shot on here. You Well, in every in most games, you, the story is that if you're the good guy, it means that you're considered the person who's... You're, you're the bad guy who isn't powerful enough to be the bad guy. That's that's what some like superhero stories usually do. Uh, I've never heard that before. No, no it's that... Um, what's, what's the kind of thing is that you're kind of like... You're the good guy, therefore you're in hiding, you're hiding your identity, and you could save everybody without mean releasing your identity. What games does that? Uh, I don't know. I think I'm not explaining it well enough. Um, where what I'm trying to say is that, in, you know, like usually in games where it's like the good person <coughs> is not really seen as the good person because they're not overly bombastic about it, whereas the bad person is almost the center of it. So, are you talking about like Borderlands? Where, like, in the first game, you are actually the bad guy by accident, kind of, and then the second game. Handsome Jack is the bad guy, um, and he's very bombastic and charismatic, and you're just silent and bored. Yeah, um, because the thing is, obviously, the renegade is going to be the most exciting option, and therefore, because it's the most exciting option, it's seen as the most powerful. Um, and then also is the idea of that whenever you play, it's no. I think I know kind of what I mean now. Is that usually when you go for good stuff, it usually means you're going for stuff that is more handled towards defense and vanilla. Very and vanilla. very vanilla. There, that's what I meant. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it usually means that if you play the good guy in a lot of those games, the powers that, that you're that's... associated with are more vanilla. The more like if you in Infamous choose that, then suddenly your powers are you can heal people, and it's like, yeah, but if I want the evil side, then it means I got a fucking bomb. I want the bomb because that helps me protect those people by killing the guys. Kotor, Kotor two morality. They they basically. That second one. What's it like? Um, it's much more expansive than on the morality system because yeah. your morality affects your companions and how they they react to you. But in that game, yeah, you can Kenny still, will remember this. You can still use dark side powers. Yeah. As a light side user, they just cost a little bit more, and vice versa. Light side powers cost more as a dark side user. Okay, that so makes you, more you sense. So you can you can use force storm as much as you want, but it's just gonna cost you a bit extra force. That makes more sense. But like, there, there's no. You must be level five darkness to, you know, to use this power. But I was thinking, Dragon Age, Dragon Age Inqui- not Inquisition. Sorry, Dragon Age Two, did a very interesting thing where it was, it was like Shadow the Hedgehog, where it the was the best game ever. It was uh, good choices. It was it was bad choices, and there were sarcastic choices. Oh. And that was so much fun. That was like. I want to be the good guy, but I want people to know that like I can have a bit of fun. So <laughs> I want to be a bit cheeky. Wanna, yeah, so I'm gonna be sarcastic the whole time, and that's what I was for my whole for my whole playthrough. Right? I was just a sarcastic bastard. It was great. Yeah. It was great fun. That's that, like that's one of the few things I enjoyed about that game. Mm. Obviously, the map was terrible, but um. Oh my god. And then that didn't really come back in, because the stakes were a bit too high in the third game for really? you to be sarcastic about everything. <sighs> End of the world, big hole in the sky. Yeah, I'm sure you can laugh at it, that. Yeah, um, I think yeah, 
I, I'm looking forward to more games doing that because it seems that that's the way they're going with the idea of having a more expansive stuff and was actually like kind of worrying as well because it means that we're going to get games less and less because dear god Red Dead Redemption 2 yes um, over three to 400 people credit in the credits and that was over eight years and it had like eight different studios and then you had five of those studios working full time on it and that's three to four hundred people credited who stayed in those eight years because if you did not Rockstar does not credit people. If you even if, even if you've worked on the game and you did a lot, if you did not were not there at time of release, Rockstar, this is their rule, they do not credit you in the game. Fun fact, fun fact, actually while we're on credits. Go ahead. They found that the uh, voice actor and mocap actor for Michael yeah. was in the game. Yeah, features and credits. I heard, this, I heard yeah. about that. And his voice isn't in the game. So the, he was only he oh. was only credited for motion capture. And people have been scouring the game looking for him, and they think they found him as a pianist in uh, in Saint Denis, I yeah. think. Or Black this Warner. is Michael from Grand Theft Auto, by the way. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, and uh, they have like what um, seven hundred voice actors and twelve hundred mocap actors. Yeah. Yeah, in Red Dead Redemption Two. That's a lot of NDAs. <laughs> when is number three coming out? Oh my god! <laughs> like twenty twenty seven. Uh, do you know when it's coming out? Uh, online, because that's going to be a whole other thing. Yeah, I, can, I actually can't wait. For, I can't wait for that. But, online but, is going to be. But we're uh, we're we're we're, yeah, we're getting something we're I'm very excited about, and I can't can't contain myself. So yes, that's not that's not talking. But uh, yeah, um, that's also the idea of morality. That's going to be something uh, again going into that, which is going to change some stuff, like with how that's going to change Anthem and what that's promising to do. I'm going to make a gang. And they're going to call them the, the Tidbit Boys. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, anybody who's still listening, uh, be ready for in, you know, in about, you know, in a few months or in a month or whenever it comes out, when the online, Reddit online comes out, be ready to go around as the Tidbit crew. Tidbit Boys. Tidbit Boys. Tidbit Boys. God. Yeah. We're, we're gender specific. Oh, I don't like being specific. But it's also equal. Yeah, we're called the Tidbit Boys because it rhymes. It's it does not rhyme. It it's uh, it is. Oh, I can't think of the word now. Great. Not alliteration. Uh, the old. No, yeah, it is alliteration. Alliteration. Tidbit Boys. Yeah, there we go. It's alliteration. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I sound Partially. convinced, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I sound completely convinced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I imagine morality is going to be a thing that's going to play a huge thing because it seems like the idea of the feelings of the audience are taken more into account because that's the kind of society we're going into now where it's more of a developed and more of a hey let's be conscious of the people who are playing the games and you know society in general has become more socially and emotionally conscious Hmm. of different people and how they are so it seems like games are naturally going towards that with wanting to say that oh the world is organic and so because of that it will change do you think that there would be a scene in Mass Effect 3 uh, 2 and 1 punching a woman it was made today no um punching a person yes I don't think it would be a female wait did you not hear about the feminist in Red Dead 2 oh my god that was a huge thing I yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't go and I, I did the, there's a, I won't go into it I remember yeah. the day after that came out there was a video got like 700,000 that's 000, what I'm talking about yeah 700,000 views of a dude punching a feminist that's it yeah know. and the amount of hate he got for it um, yeah anyway um, I'm excited for Anthem doing that I'm excited for other 
open world games doing that and hopefully in the future more games trying to go down that route and I'd like to thank all of you for listening to this episode of the Timbit Cast I was Gary Clark and this was Colm just Colm and this was I hope that we shot at the Hedgehog 2 David Shadow the Hedgehog 2 David Shadow the Hedgehog 2 what was <laughs> no longer uh, the muscle man and so Always. you can listen to us on <laughs> Yes, it many was. different things. The internet. Probably, you know, you know right. probably if you probably right now whatever you're using, just keep doing it, and then you can also <laughs> support us by YouTube, and then you can obviously you know see what we personally think and follow all of our like personal stuff by going onto our tidbit cast on Facebook and Instagram, and therefore our handles will kind of be offshoots of that. Thank you very much for listening, and bye. Goodbye. Have a nice time. And make good choices. Or, or bad choices. Or we, or we're bad. not going to hamstring you. Let us know what you choose. Or just make your choices. Which could be good or bad. Yeah. Morality is a very grey area. Bye. <laughs>